0: Hey everyone, this is Martin and Sandra Phillips and welcome back to the Karate for Life podcast.
1: Today we want to dig a bit deeper into the basics of karate and life.
0: Taking a closer look at the fourth and final element of Ichigan, Nisoku, Santan, Shidiki, Technique and Power. We've noticed everybody faces challenges in life, some big and some small, but not everyone has a way to navigate these problems.
1: It's not always easy, but we found that we always keep coming back to what we've learned from our years in the dojo.
0: And that's what this podcast is all about.
1: Helping us all find the solutions to last problems, or even better yet, to remove the problems before they arise.
0: This is Martin and Sandra Phillips, and welcome to the Karate for Life podcast.
1: Getting a bit excited today, Martin, as we come to a close with our Ichigan Nisoku Santan Shiriki series. How are you feeling about this?
0: It's really good to get it wrapped up. It's been a, it's been a bit of a mission, hasn't it, to go through all of these? It's Quite a quite a lot of ground we've covered.
1: Yeah, it's been some great feedback, though. It's really been helping some people in the dojo, but also in their lives as well. And we're learning that quite a few people are also having chats with their kids about this sort of stuff.
0: Yeah, it's really good to see how, how especially the parents, they they listen to this and they sort of take it in themselves as the parents that are training of course. They take it in themselves and they're sharing it with their kids and it's creating a bit of a conversation point. So this is, this is what we're doing this for in the first place is to hopefully get a bit of that happening.
1: Yeah, it's fantastic, isn't it? Well, look, let's just get ourselves moving into this last episode for this particular series and um, see how we go.
0: Ichigan Sokusantan Shiriki. So what's uh what's this say in Soke's Kyohon here, in Soke's teaching okay. manual?
1: We have Riki is technique. Through diligent training of kata and kumite, technique will develop naturally. Now I know this disturbs you just a little bit. Do you want to share why it disturbs you? I know I'm always a a
0: little bit disturbed by this, but it's okay. It's good. It's a good thing. Gets you thinking deeply. It it makes me think. I love that. I love that. So again, the character that's used to to describe this, Vicky, is is literally power. And yet in that description there, there's no description of power at all. And I I kind of ask myself the, the, the question. well, if, if, the, if the character says power, why, is it, why are we not talking about power? This is, this is technique. We're talking about technique. and we did, I did come up with a bit of an answer to this, but I know you're kind of... Yeah, confused.
1: but I mean, we were having a chat a bit earlier as well, and we both reflected on our journeys, and we both agreed that when we first started our training, we focused on trying to be really powerful and being strong.
0: And that's the, that's the mistake that everybody makes. If, you, if the focus is on power... Yes, you will, through, through the process of developing good technique, you will generate natural power, and that's, that's, what, that's the goal. But if you focus on developing power, most people misinterpret that and think physical strength, which is the opposite of what we want to try and do. Because we see you know, in, in training, we see so many people that are you know, far more advanced than us, they're able to generate incredible power, and yet they're such small bodies.
1: And it's very natural power, isn't it?
0: Yeah, natural power, and, that's, and that's, the thing we're talking, that's the way I like to describe it, is, nat- is looking at natural power as opposed to physical strength.
1: Yeah, and so this power, I guess, in our training, and as you've just said, we have people who are way ahead of us doing this, and we're quite you know, young on our journeys really with this, but in our experience so far, we can both say that once we uh, flipped it on ahead and we stopped focusing on trying to be powerful... And we went back to Ichigan, Nisoku, Santan, and we went through that process and we layered that continually over and over and over again, going deeper and deeper, we naturally found more power.
0: Through the practice and study of technique. Exactly. So, and I guess that's why this this fourth one, the one way that I've had this described to me, the the shidiki, or the fourth fourth element being technique, is all those little things that make things work.
1: So, I guess when you get back into life, it's the little things in life which make a big difference. Yeah, that's one. That's, that's, that's
0: one that you like to talk about all the time. Well,
1: I it? do when it comes to you. What are you trying to say? <laughs> no it's good okay so for those who are listening and who of course do practice karate i guess for our personal experiences and we can only speak for ourselves of course if you do move forward with your journey and you have experienced the thought of i just want to be more powerful and get more physically stronger and you've trained with that mindset it'll only get you so far potentially
0: You'll hit a wall really, really quickly. A you'll ceiling hit, You'll, hit, you'll hit a limit. And that's why we've got to go back through those, as you say, go through that process, go through those elements. First, the eyes, ichigan. Second, the stance, nisoku, santan. Develop the, that spirit, that, that guts and determination, and then we look at the technique, which is, I guess, getting your body in the right position.
1: But don't you think the most exciting thing of this, this is just me, I love application, when you go through this cycle time and time again, you go deeper, ichigan, nisoku, tan and the shiriki, you get, uh, I guess, more effective in your application in being able to, to do your application well against all different bodies. And for me, that's quite exciting. How about you?
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's, that's, that's the thing that I, I love about partner training application is, is when you first start to try and teach someone how to do some, you know, some self-defense techniques. Say, for example, when you see a beginner trying to do it, first thing you see is they're just trying to use their arms to do all the work, and then, and then you kind of realise, okay, they've, they've kind of got the idea, they've got the the general form of it, but how effective is it really? Until they, until you start to look at these these elements of. You know how do you, how do you move your body? How do you align your body? How do you position yourself? You know how do you use your stance? How do you use your eyes? And and when you when you put all those elements together, you're able to make things work, like you were saying before, with in in an effortless way.
1: Mm, it's quite beautiful, isn't it? And you're doing things, and it's like, how did that actually work? And it just it, it will amaze you when it first happens to you. Would you agree? Oh, it
0: is. It is. That's, that's the thing I love about you know, partner training is so many times of Having been on both the receiving end and the giving end, somebody's thrown you to the floor that barely touched you and you're looking up from the floor and going, how the heck did I just get there? And And you've hit the ground really hard.
1: Yeah, it's funny. I don't know who said this to me on my journey many, many years ago. They said to me that, you know, if you have to try hard to throw somebody or to try hard to do a punch, it's a good chance of doing it incorrectly. But if you feel the punch just happens with no force and it's effortless and it just flows as with throwing somebody else, it just works, it's a good There's chance, a good chance that you're, on right you're on the right track. Yeah. I don't know who told me that, but that used to really frustrate me when I was coming through, trying so hard to get physically tougher.
0: Yeah. I yeah. you know, lo- love, love seeing those light bulb moments in class when you, when you see students and particularly you, you, see, you see these big, strong men, they're, they're, they're trying to do something, they're working really hard and it just doesn't work for them. And you give them a little bit of encouragement just to relax, sink into their stance and breathe, and they do it again. And, and it's like they've barely put any effort into it and the other person's just flying across the room.
1: Yeah, it's pretty just amazing. Saw a little to bit watch. of that
0: last night, didn't
1: we? Yeah, that was pretty amazing stuff. I love that. I got a sore foot, by the way. It's bruised. Not impressed.
0: Sorry about that. That's no, all
1: good. Uh, I was just going to go into just sharing a bit about my own personal training when I train with you, of course. And I, I share this in a way where it may, I guess, resonate with somebody who's listening. And often you'll say to me, "Eyes up," because when I'm thinking about doing something new, I'm trying to explore certain application my eyes will often come down and once my eyes come down you're always the first to say get your eyes up and it's like moving a brick I can't I mean a massive boulder I cannot move you when I have my eyes down think in that thinking mode
0: And it's a really common thing you get that especially because you're you're a very kinesthetic learner most kinesthetic learners when they when they're trying to process something they're trying to get it they're trying to feel something their eyes will drop The eyes will drop down and they're they're trying to get their body to feel something. But in the process of doing that, they've broken their structure and their posture. literally doesn't work. So that's that's the tricky thing for for kinesthetic learners is to keep your eyes up while you're actually doing something is absolutely essential, which gets right back to element number one, first eyes. that's why it's number one.
1: Yeah. Actually, a funny thing that you say that I think it's a habit of mine, because when I was training in Japan one year, I was trying to improve my sanjindachi, shindachi. I was looking down at my feet as I was stepping forward and I had a bit of a nudge from Soike Sensei saying, hey, eyes up.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it picks it up all the time. It?
1: <laughs> so it's good to be practising and trying hard to develop a stance, but if you've got your eyes down, then it's not really going to help you anyway. It's the mm. eyes first.
0: It's the eyes first. And then and then you get, okay, let's say you get those eyes working and, and this is what this is where you, you pick me up quite often, is I'll, because I'm a little bit bigger I can get away with muscling things a little bit too much as a bigger person i, I do that i tend to do that and, and a lot of beginners will tend to do that because it's just what they naturally do because that's what they know they know to use their physical strength but you continually remind me just okay get that power from your legs makes the stance
1: yeah the stance is so i said last night when you were throwing me around you barely touched me when you got that stance locked down. finally it's incredible finally work, yeah gee that you dropped me beautifully i love it Okay, Gee, so you're, let's... you're a
0: twisted soul, aren't you? Oh, it's lo- wonderful. You love, love, love it when it. I beat you up. Yeah. What sort of husband and wife team is this? What
1: are we talking about? <laughs> okay, so let's let's just keep on moving on. So we we know that. So to get us to to achieve natural power in the dojo, we want to go through ichigan nisoku san tan. We're going through a process there. So the
0: eyes, the stance.
1: That's right. But then, if we're moving into everyday life. We have the same kind of thing, and I guess it's a very personal thing for people to work out, you know, what you know, would be the key elements for them in their life which would create natural power and ease and flow in their day. So rather than forcing to get power out of their day and, you know, to, to move through and force their way through with every single task, there must be a few key elements which will make it more easier for people to live their lives.
0: Easy to create that natural power, that natural movement forwards. So, that, again, this is something that you, you've studied in great depth. So, so I'm, I'm, gonna, I'm just going to stand back and let you talk.
1: Yeah, so as I was coming through for many years, and I still do it to this day, I, I study my key basics that we have in the dojo, but I also study my life basics. So I'm always trying to improve things which I feel are very, are very important to me, which keep me feeling very happy, energetic, alive, and very loving, I guess, to all people around me. And it's it's simple things like, you know, just sleeping well, except when you're snoring, of course, we have to work on that a little bit more. So sleeping is a really good one, (laughs) getting good rest, Um, eating good food. So what you put in is really important, you know, and drinking plenty of water really helps. Having some time in the sun. Is, is a wonderful thing for me and time in nature i love beach walks and going out for paddles and just being out in the garden what do you do all the work <laughs> not me doing anything of course you know and things like moving every day so you know why do we have to say i can only train two or three times a week why can't we incorporate movement into our day every day so for me there's some of my main ones which I actually put into my day every day and I actually monitor every day that I'm doing these things because these things bring out a better version of myself to go into my day feeling great.
0: There's one more I'm just going to pull out. that you, We were talking earlier. Yeah. You mentioned just the uh, people that you spend your time with and how you spend your time. I guess There's two more, isn't it really? Have a really big impact on your your energy levels and your productivity and and how you how you feel about life.
1: That's so true. Get some good people in your life who can really help you move forward to those next levels, but also be supportive on those on those lower days for you as well. Hundred mm-hmm. percent. Yeah. All right. So should we? Um, I think it's we're moving on time there pretty quickly today. So just wrapping up for Ichigan Nisoku, Santa, Shiniki, please, Martin.
0: Wow. To wrap up. So number one is the eyes. Get your eyes up, take in what's going on around you, and, and, and look at how how you're seeing the world. So it's a chance to chance to see how close your opponent is, see where the potential threats are. Using your stand number two, using the stance, using your legs. So it's a uh, just to go back to those key words from, from before. It's the stability, mobility, and the power generation. It all comes from your legs. Third element, san tan. That's the grit and determination. That's that that emotional element that you bring to your technique, that you bring that's the fight that you bring. That's the desire to move forward, the desire to do whatever it takes to, to get get things done. Today looking at technique, the technique that leads to natural power. A lot of ground covered, hey?
1: Yeah, and we've only touched on the surface really. You could you'd spend months and months just discussing these over and over keep on again, going
0: deeper and deeper.
1: Yeah. So, that's just a surface level, which would also mean for people to don't just leave it at that, but to take that as a starting point for all those four areas and then to go deeper within their own training and in life. And in life.
0: Thanks for listening to today's episode on the Karate for Life podcast.
1: If you found this episode useful, please comment on our website, karateforlife.com.
0: Share it with your friends via social media and don't forget to tag us, hashtag karateforlifepodcast. And if you've got a topic that you'd like us to cover in future episodes or a question you'd like to ask about karate or life,
1: please send us a message. We'd be more than happy to share our thoughts.
0: Coming up in the next episode, we'll be inviting in a special guest to talk about how karate has impacted their life.